0: Welcome to Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast where we talk about sports and dynasty sports and fantasy sports and all kinds of sports that we can even think of, um, some that we can make up off the top of our head like we're on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Um, I'm joined here tonight and every night, uh, Tim Reinhardt Esquire. Tim, how are you, buddy?
1: I was, a doctor, uh, I was a doctor when we first recorded it. Now, Now, what was my title there?
0: Esquire, wow. I think that's a lawyer title.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's that's a good one. I'll take that one. Um, okay. You know, George Washington once uh, sent a letter back to uh, British general um, because it didn't have the proper title on it, and I believe it had something to do with esquire. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I, I'm 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 glad we have the proper titles down. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, we got to be correct, otherwise, you know, the letters of the day podcasts are just not going to work. That's right. You know? yeah. so, <laughs> so let me, let me get the uh, admin stuff out of the way and then we'll jump into, uh, jump into some week 14 NFL uh, action. Um, you can always email us at DSE, the podcast at gmail.com uh, be our first emailer. I will mention you on our podcast. That'll, that'll be a reward for being our first emailer. Um, we're also at DSE podcast on Twitter, D S E the podcast on Instagram. I'm creating some great original weird content on Instagram. So just make sure you follow that. Uh, That's what, uh, that's what the, uh, the kids like to do. They do. I, you can also uh, very soon, you'll be able to find us on dynasty sports, empire.com. I'm sure we'll have our own page very soon. I'll get, I'll get the, uh, I'll get the people working on that as well. So um, make sure you rate and review us on Apple podcasts. You don't have to listen we love if you listen, but (laughs) if you just rate and review us on, on Apple podcasts, we'd appreciate that. If you, if you review us, I will also read that on air. We appreciate every review. Um, even if it's a negative, just make sure it's five stars. That'll get our, right. Yeah.
1: The the stars is what we're, we're about the stars.
0: Yep. Yep. Stars in our eyes. We got, we're, we're going for that. Speaking, speaking of stars, uh, last night, Monday night football, uh, wrapping up week 14, there was an incredibly wild game. Um, that hinged my fantasy matchup.
1: Yes. All right. Um, so tell us about that.
0: Yeah. So if you're in a, a fantasy football league with an eight team or a sixteen playoff, um, you probably started your playoffs last week in week fourteen. If you're in a four, four-team playoff, you're going to start it um, here, here upcoming in week fifteen. But I had a, a few leagues actually through Dynasty Sports Empire that that had the uh, the eighteen playoff. Um, so started last week and. I was down a good amount um, with only Baker Mayfield to go. Um, my opponent had uh, Hollywood Brown who for most of the game did nothing, which was, yeah. uh, oh. which was great for me. Um, and I was slowly climbing, you know, Baker Mayfield was doing fairly good. I was trying to uh, multitask with work and watching the game and stuff like that. Um, and as it, I'm um, a human being. Uh crossed 10:45. I, I had to turn off the game and, and you know get ready for bed and get the house put together. You know, got to get the, uh, the sleep. And by the time I, I got into bed, I checked it. Baker Mayfield had another two touchdowns in the fourth quarter when I wasn't watching. Probably shouldn't have watched the whole time if that's how he's going to play. Yeah. Um, and as I saw it, he slowly but surely edged me ahead. I was ahead by. 1.5 points uh, at the end of the game and this this is a uh, league through the dynasty sports Empire who we have about 22 starters on each side so you start individual defensive players as well so wow. yeah yeah the to get it actually that thin of a margin is is
1: quite remarkable um, well so let me and- let me ask you this question so at, at that point in the night um, where if there was one of those meters that showed you percentage like chance of you winning, you sneak ahead by that narrow margin. There's it's in the fourth quarter. There's, you know, there's minimal time left here. What do you think that percentage would have read for you to win the, your fantasy matchup?
0: I mean, at 1.5 points, there's always a chance that they're going to change something later in the week when they correct a, uh, yeah.
1: a catch
0: or a fumble or a, sure. uh tackle, you know, uh, interception, change those things around and, and uh, Jimmy with the points, but I would definitely rather be up like one and a half. Um, Right. So, so Baltimore goes down the field, kicks their field goal. There's like two seconds left in the game. Uh, I'm in bed looking at the, you know, play by play. I'm like, okay, like maybe he'll complete a pass, you know, down the field or, or scramble or get sacked or something, you know, that's going to either gain me a couple points or, or, or not lose me any points. So I was feeling okay with the 1.5 and then they go for the play that, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong here. Has this fumble, fumble ruski lateral 100 times play, has that ever worked?
1: It was really close to working in that one Rutgers game um, la- or earlier this year. Um, but I think something went wrong. There was a, a forward pass. and what, yeah, I, I, mean, I I don't know. I don't think. What's, isn't that, what's the the game, the bands on the field? Uh, was that a fumble ruski kind of deal? I don't remember.
0: I think so. I think so. But that I mean, that probably is the only documented case of it ever working out of thousands and thousands of times. I mean, there has to be a slightly higher percentage play that they could do that would be I don't know. I don't know. There has to be something better than that. Because yes. it, it doesn't work. Right. Agreed. And so there I wasn't watching the game because I was trying to go to sleep and failing at going to sleep. And you know, Baker Mayfield threw it for a couple of yards. That's great. A couple points for me. Yep. Uh, but then it gets lateraled around and lateraled back, back to Baker, back to Baker. <laughs> so now he has the ball and he loses six yards on that on his run. So that's minus points for me. Yep. And then and then a, a fumble. He fumbles it. It's credited as a fumble. Okay. Um, he probably fumbled it on purpose, but it's still credited it, it as a fumble.
1: Never, that doesn't help you any.
0: No, that's minus minus two points. Yeah. So so between those those three actions, he got minus two point six points. So took me from a win of 1.5 uh, to about a loss of, of 0.5. That is just um, brutal. Oh. brutal. Uh, on a completely meaningless play, um, wasn't meaningless, I think, to some uh, betters who had uh, 3.5 yeah, points on yeah. the rounds or, or something like that. They had a, an equally bad beat, but um wow. that one just really just really hurt uh because i was hoping to make some noise in the fantasy playoffs and boy now you're
1: that, now you're playing golf
0: yeah you know you gotta play you know gotta gotta regroup for next year you know
1: that is i mean that's why that's that example right there i know i know it kind of stings right now so maybe i shouldn't be set but that's why we play fantasy sports right like these you're you're watching well i guess it was too late to watch but like we watch these games that you're not a Browns fan. You're not a, you know, you're not a Ravens fan yet. You're, you're glued to the game for this one play. Um, yeah. That, I mean, it, that's brutal how it, how it took you down, but that's like, that's the energy of, of fantasy sports right there.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it makes it fun. It makes up Browns. I mean, that was a fun game anyway, but had it been a 13, 12 game, um, it would have made it fun down to the last minute too, right. as I was counting up the points on, on my team. Um, oof, that's rough. Yep.
1: Now, did you have a different quarterback that you could have played? Is that,
0: um, I could have played Matthew Stafford, but, and he probably would have had enough. I didn't, you know, I didn't even look into it this yeah. morning. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to Monday morning quarterback myself. I've done that <laughs> so many times, you know, uh, there's been a couple times actually in that league where. Uh, actually trading for Baker Mayfield, I ended up trading two number one overall picks uh, for Baker Mayfield. Um, Really? Yeah. I I made a calculated error in that uh, betting on my team to not be the number one overall pick. And um, actually in the Dynasty Sports Empire Leagues, there's a uh, a fail uh, bracket. So if you win the fail bracket, you get the number one overall pick. So my team was good enough to win the fail bracket, but not good enough to get into the playoffs. So I got that number one overall pick, um, but it was picked, uh, by another team. So I just kind of helped them with that. Um, did not help myself. Um, but I have Baker Mayfield who is very infuriating to root for. He's kind of, I don't like him. I didn't like him coming out of college. What did you think about him coming out of college?
1: You know, I mean, that's the age old question that I, that I bat around with, uh, with a couple other guys is if you had to, you had to redraft that class, there five quarterbacks in it. Um, Baker. So it went, the order it went was Baker, Sam Darnold, um, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and then Lamar Jackson. So it was five. How would you redraft them?
0: I mean, I think, I think you'd have to go Lamar Jackson really.
1: Uh, See, first. I, man, I don't know. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's Josh Allen and that pains me to say, because I was never, I was never a Josh Allen fan. Um, but I wonder, is he the guy that uh, one of those two, I think is is the deal. And I, I I mean, I didn't love, I didn't love Baker at, um, at, at Oklahoma. Um, I thought they kind of ran this gimmicky offense and that he, he wouldn't have the skills that a a quarterback needs to succeed in the NFL. And it seems like over the last couple of years, he has, I think he was that kind of gimmicky quarterback originally and, I remember seeing something on ESPN about how he would like, he would do what like what all these, you know, quarterbacks that come out of college these days do, which is they'd grab the ball, they'd check their first read, oh, it's not there, and then they'd like roll out of the pocket, even though there's no pressure at all. And so it it does seem like he's learned to be, you know, that that learned some of the things that he needed to learn in order to be a successful NFL quarterback. Uh, you know, I think he's he's probably good for. Did he throw a pick last night? Um, yeah,
0: that was a that was a backbreaker for me as well. Yeah, um, I mean, he big seems... minus right at a key moment, and just threw it right in okay. the guy's arms.
1: Yeah, and I remember seeing the seeing the, yes uh, for it was pick six. Um, uh, yeah, they got it
0: down to like the one. Yeah, okay,
1: basically, yeah. So, and I remember seeing the graphic. He had gone an extraordinarily long period of time without throwing a pick, but he yep. earlier in the season he was he was good for at least a pick a game. Um, right. Yeah. So, oh, it's I I wasn't. You know, what do I know? I would have drafted Sam Darnold first. And it looks like he's, you, you know, yeah. if you have to do that all over again, you draft him fourth. So, um,
0: yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many things like that matter about developing a quarterback is that not just the quarterback, but also the system that they go into the, the coach, the team, how good they are, how good their offense is, you know, how good their offensive line is. Um, it's, it's impossible to know. I mean, I, I, I like to think that I, I'm pretty good at, at picking out who's going to be good and bad, but you know, there's just, there's just so much that goes into it.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not very good at that. Cause I, I mean, Tua Tua has been pretty, pretty good. Um, I, I was worried about him coming out. Um, Same with Justin Herbert. I, I wasn't so sure about him. Yeah. I thought Dwayne Haskins would be pretty good. Uh, You know, so what do I know? Maybe just, maybe the Jets should ask me what I think, they should do, and then do the opposite.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's segue into that. Like so. Okay. So, as a Jets fan, yeah. um, you you are rooting for a draft pick at this point. Is that correct?
1: I guess you have to. I I have a hard time rooting against. Well, first off, like yeah, I have a hard time rooting against a team that you root for, even though rooting against them is really rooting for them to improve at this point. Sure. Right? Um, so. Yeah, you know when they got blown out on. So talk about a, a my first super cold take of this podcast. Yeah, I, I thought that you know I had a, a feeling, a fear that the Jets might win that game, and it was like they didn't even show up. It was like my JV football team <laughs> in high showed up. Um, so yeah, I, I guess you have to at this point root for the draft pick, and um, you got to trust that the talent evaluators are going to make the decision to draft who's best, whether it be Trevor Lawrence or, uh, or Justin Fields, or I guess the guy from, I, I don't know his name off the top of my head, the guy from, uh, is it North Dakota state? I think. Right. Um, yeah. So you, you just got to trust. You, you got to trust the the decision makers to make that right call. Um, even though it's, it really, it really can be hit or miss. Um, even, even when you're driving, I mean, look at, Look at uh what year was it, 2016, when uh Mariota came out and uh and Jameis Winston. And you know, both of those were no-brainer one two picks and neither of them are right. starting quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: Right. Yeah. And and you know, it's it's they're not like they're those guys are busts at all. Um, you know, sometimes they kind of end up in that middle, which which can be a little bit worse, like the the um the Jared Goff kind of middle where he's been around long enough and they're paying him like he's a a superstar quarterback, but he's not playing like it. And now they're, they're, they're stuck. Otherwise they got to start over at quarterback. So, you know, you really got to, it's almost better to boom or bust right off where, you know, Oh, this guy stinks, you know, and then you get rid of him before you're kind of stuck with him for $50 million a a year and you can't uh, make any other improvements on the team. So that, that part of it is, is tricky too. Um, so, you touched on this last week as a Ohio State homer, but um your guy that you would take. You would you would take Justin Fields?
1: I I mean yeah, I, I guess after having uh having said do the exact opposite. Um yeah, <laughs> I, I I like Justin Fields a lot. I think um I, I, I think that he's got um I don't know, I guess. Maybe it is just the Homer piece. I, I I think he's a better runner than Trevor Lawrence, which is, you know, becoming more and more of the NFL, uh, NFL game. Um, I think that, so that his mobility opens up a lot more, a lot more options. I also, th- I mean, I think that, and I don't know if this, this means anything in reality, like he is faced Um, so he on a consistent basis faces better competition than Trevor Lawrence faces in, in the ACC. Right. Um, So I, I think the big 10 and the sec are the two, the two premier uh, conferences in college football. And so if you are, you know, if if you kind of think of it that way, that Justin Fields is going to be a bit more tested uh, on the game, you know, on a game to game basis in the, in the big 10 than um, than Trevor Lawrence is um in in the acc now trevor lawrence has played in some pretty big games himself um yep. and obviously he beat justin fields last year uh so you know i i'm not i'm not sure that either of them is you know a, a, a you can't miss quarterback prospect um but I, I mean i guess if you're if you're new york or jacksonville you're got you got to take those guys one too
0: yeah absolutely i mean i think I think you touched on one thing there, which is um, the mobility part. I I believe, um, and this is the way the college game has been for a long time, but NFL's kind of finally uh, learning this with Lamar Jackson and Mahomes and all these more mobile quarterbacks. Is that...
1: Well, and Jalen Hurts you know, last weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Pulled the upset, really. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, made people in Philadelphia happy. I think they're Maybe. happy
1: that they won. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll see. Um, but, you know, if you have a... Uh, immobile quarterback you know you're playing 10 on 11 when you run the ball um if you have a mobile quarterback you're playing 11 on 11 because they have to count for that guy so just the math makes it so much more difficult for the defense to um keep track even if it's just a bootleg or a read option or, or something um if they got to keep track of that guy running uh it makes it more space for the running backs and more space for the wide receivers because it pulls up the linebacker so you know having that uh, option there to, to run and, and actually put, uh, put some some fear into the defense. It makes a big, big difference for me. And, um, you know, my, my position on, on Jeff Spicoli, I mean, um, Trevor Lawrence is that he came in right away, you know, as a freshman, he was 18, he came in and played great. So, you know, he's one of those guys that doesn't look like he's going to be intimidated by anything. Um, he's got talent, and he's not—he's not—he's uh, he's not a statue back there either. Um, no, and he ran want...
1: all over Ohio State in that playoff game last year. So, I mean, he—I yeah, mean, he can be mobile.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you probably wouldn't run a lot with him in the NFL because you wouldn't want to get him hurt. But he can certainly do it, and you certainly have to account for him. So, I—I if—if I was in charge, I would take Trevor Lawrence, and I would say, you know what? Like, if I got this wrong, I got this wrong because he's been the number one pick. Since he came into college football, yeah. you know, as soon as he started, they were like, "Okay, this guy's going to be number one pick in three years." And right. if you pick that guy, uh, you know, what what's somebody going to say? You uh, you did it wrong. You picked the consensus number one overall right. pick. What everyone you know?
1: was saying was the number one overall pick. Right. Um, so you know, I, yeah. I don't think he's going to be. You know, I I think Joe Burrow, for example, uh, was a is is a better more seasoned quarterback that played in a much more NFL centric kind of offense in college and could step in and be good, um, you know, quicker. Uh, so, you know, if we're comparing it like across drafts, I-, I would still say someone like a Joe Burrow was better. Uh would, sure. be, would be, would be a better pick. Um, but I-, I guess, yeah. Um, if, if the jets finish 16, which it looks like they will, and they pick Trevor Lawrence, um, I, I, I can't, I guess you can't be upset about that. I, for, for a while, I was, I was thinking, you know, maybe they should uh, keep, keep Sam Darnold trade that thing and actually build, build That's a right. team. It just, you know, I, I can't tell at this point, whether it's Adam Gase or if it's Sam Darnold or if it's a combination of both, but he should have thrown at least three interceptions uh, against the Seahawks that, that were dropped. Um, yeah. And he, he, you know, so it, as much as it, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still rooting for the guy. Like he, he seems like a good dude and um, has never said the wrong thing ever. And, and to me, those things matter. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it does look like they're going to have to go in a different direction there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, what, what do you, what do you put on Gase? What do you put on Darnold? What do you put on the GM? What do you put on everything? You know, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe it was Ryan Tannehill that got out from under the uh, clutches of Adam Gase and, and turned into kind of an okay quarterback he's, know, he's a pro good. he's
1: a pro bowl level quarterback right now
0: yeah so I mean that could happen to Darnold yeah obviously uh he probably somewhere else is they're gonna pick a quarterback
1: right um, my great fear is that Bill Belichick is gonna you know trade for him or something and mm-hmm. you know lob a fourth round pick of the Jets get Sam Darnold and then he's gonna become the next Tom Brady
0: yeah I mean it could happen I mean I think everybody kind of looked at uh, Belichick getting Cam Newton and said well, p- well he's pulled a caper on everybody on the NFL here um but Cam hasn't been uh a revelation at all, really. He's kind of held them back a little bit. It's it's um, so
1: bizarre. I mean, I I get to see those games up here, obviously, more than more than any other, and just the way that the ball comes out of his hand in some really funky ways sometimes, and it's it's just odd. I don't know. Yeah.
0: He he throws it kind of like an overhand curveball a little bit sometimes. It's
1: yeah, um, yes. Yeah. That's a great yeah. that's a great way to yeah. put it. You should <laughs> should do an overlay of uh like a Trevor Bauer curveball and and Cam Newton. Yeah. Um,
0: but you know, I think I think as a as a Patriots uh, hater myself, um, I do enjoy the the um, and Freud, I believe that's how you say it. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of uh, seeing them finally, uh, you know, lose lose more games than they win. Um, it would be a little bit sweeter if both Belichick and Brady were on the same team, both losing at the same time. Um, and I can't have that. So that kind of takes the little bit of the sweetness out of the Schnot and Freud, but, um, it is nice finally to see their, their record, uh, drop into the, into the negatives.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, it's funny that you said I've, I've found the Patriots to be a lot more likable this year. Um, maybe, maybe because Tom Brady isn't, uh, isn't there anymore, or yeah. maybe because it felt less inevitable. I don't know. I'm not sure right. what it is, but I, I've, I have not, you know, um, I, I, or maybe I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just grew out of just came yeah. to accept it, you know, like I, yeah. you're going to live up here, Tim, like you're going to have to watch a bunch of Patriots games. That's what's. Yeah. And I, and, and I mean,
0: I, and I think that's probably equally why it feels kind of more sad to root against them. You know, they're just not great. They're, they're just a, a, okay team. And, you know, that rooting against that, just, you know, when you're rooting against the evil empire, you're rooting against the house, you know, you're rooting against, um, an inevitable winner you feel like if you if you get one off them it it feels like a a, a huge victory you know you're you're the rebel alliance you you finally yeah. blew up the death star but it, rooting against them now it kind of feels like well you know uh they just beat another team i guess you know uh i'm glad they're they lost but you know it just it doesn't feel doesn't feel the same you know what
1: you one know? thing definitely for me is is it, and this happened early on in the year like so i i guess i like cam newton like he seems like uh he yeah. just seems like a good dude, and there was one interview. They had lost, I want to say, three games in a row, because I think it went. They were like two and four or something like that at one point in the year. I don't remember exactly, but I was driving into work on on the next the morning after a game, and they were playing like the Cam Newton sound, uh, post you know post game interview, and he just said something like man, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm just, Oh no, it was actually, I'm sorry. It was after they had lost like three in a row and then they won one and they were like, what was the difference? And he said, man, I was just tired of sucking. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that. Like I I appreciate like that you gave an honest assessment of how you were playing. And like, I I think that's good for, you know, uh, just, I guess as like a, as an educator and a teacher, like that's a cool thing for kids to hear. Like, yeah, you know what? I wasn't doing well, and I decided to do something about it. Um, right. So I, I kind of appreciated that that element to it, and uh, you know, he seems like a likable. He seems like a likable guy. So you know, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they uh, win a couple games here, and make some noise. It'd be, it'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely like Cam. He's he seems like. A, a good person and good personality and nice. at the very least yeah very good personality you know um, his fashion sense doesn't really jive with my fashion sense w- but you, know. you
1: guys definitely dress differently um, <laughs> I, I i haven't actually seen you in person in probably like five years but right. um i'm guessing that the your dress hasn't changed too dramatically
0: no <laughs> I, it, it's you know, during a pandemic, it definitely got more casual. Yeah. Um, less, less, uh, Cam Newton fancy style. You put the fedoras away and yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, the fedoras are all in storage and hat boxes and all that good stuff. Fair enough. All right. So we, uh, have talked for, for a good amount of time about the NFL. So, you know, I want to just make sure that we hit other topics of the, of the week and of the day. Um, you know, let's, let's go ahead and, uh, I'm going to pretend that we have music here. Bim, 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 boom, six degrees of Jeremy Lynn. <laughs> so that's, that's our, uh, our intro to the six degrees of Jeremy Lynn segment that You're we have to create um, that every week. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be slightly different yeah. or I'll, or I'll, uh, I'll break out the garage band and yeah, uh, yep. get TJ going here. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Jeremy Lynn was on the 2011 Knicks with, uh, Tyson Chandler, yes. uh, Tyson Tyson Chandler played on the 2018 Phoenix Suns with Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe played on the 2019, 2020 bucks with Giannis. I'm just going to go with Giannis.
1: Um, So (laughs) that was three moves. You did it in three moves. I did it in three moves. I did it in three moves. You came out hard on that. Like if, if if, I don't know if this is how we're going to do it, but if it's like a challenge and you give me a name next week that I have to do, I have to beat three moves. That's like,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, th- there's there's some guys on that 2011 Knicks team that that have been around. So, um, I th- I think it, it, you could make it probably in less moves than I did, but that was the that was the most obvious moves. Well, that
1: it, I can do. As we were like just talking before the show, like I I googled Jeremy Lin. So he was on the Knicks, then he went to the Rockets. He was on the Lakers, the Hornets, the Nets, the Hawks, the Raptors. So he's been around himself. Yeah. He's now on the Beijing Ducks, so don't throw yeah. that one out there. Uh, or don't throw that one away, because you might be able to connect somebody through the Ducks.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, extra credit if you can go through the Beijing Ducks or the okay. Duong Duong Leopards. So, uh, so if you can get go, to a free move? Yeah, if you can go, ex- if you can go international, I think, I think that, that gives you bonus points <laughs> in the game.
1: Does Toronto count as international?
0: Um no, let's okay. say outside of the, outside NBA, the NBA. That's that outside the NBA. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And and if you go through the Reno Bighorns or the Erie BayHawks, I think uh, I think that would count extra too. Those are the teams in the uh, what they used to call the D, the D League, all yeah. the uh, G League some, or not. some other yeah. league with another. Yeah, They've they changed under. the name probably again, but yeah, that that's uh, that league. So uh, today, uh, Giannis signed his uh, max extension. With the Bucks, um, locking him up with the Bucks for for five additional years. I think he has an opt out. Opt out after four. Um, he was going into his last year of the contract, um, and there's some speculation. Some, you know, lots of speculation that he was uh, not going to re-sign with the relatively small market Milwaukee Bucks, and you know, uh, take his talents to South Beach or yeah, Los right. Angeles or New York or Toronto, even um, for a, a big market team. Um, but a little bit surprising to me that he, he signed that extension. So, um, in my opinion, that's a, a a good thing for the NBA, um, in general. And I think a good thing for my fandom specifically, I I like to root for, uh, the small market teams. I know we're both fans of the St. Louis Cardinals, which I consider a kind of a small market
1: team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think some people might scoff at that. They might be small market now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're not spending any money. Yeah. Um, they'll drop down into the small market. Um, but, you know, I think the te- it benefits the league when when teams that draft well uh, can keep those guys. Like, you know, Charlotte doesn't have a chance of, of signing anybody in free agency. I mean, they got Gordon Hayward, but his contract may end up being more of a, an albatross. Uh, yeah. Yeah in, in a year or two, then actually benefit them. So, you know, when teams can keep these guys, I think it, it helps because, you know, the, just everybody going to Los Angeles or, or um, Brooklyn or, or Miami is just so, you know, uninteresting. I, I'm with um, you
1: on that, man. I, I think it's, so I'm mar like as we said before, I'm a marginal NBA fan at best. Um, but I do like, <clears throat> I do like that the league is, is not, you know, so heavy in the big markets. I, I, I do think that's pretty cool. Whether it be um, you know, the Bucks, um, or I don't know, are we counting Golden State as a as a major market? I, I don't know if it's Yeah, is. they're a big market. They're a big yeah, market. Yeah. Um yeah, but I, I guess what I'm trying to like, you know, I, I'm I'm okay with I'd like other teams outside of LA teams, Chicago and New York, uh to to be good, which is why I like you know, I, I like that you like uh, the, you know, Philadelphia, the 76ers that sure. that strikes me as like a good um, a good. I, maybe they're not small market either, uh, but like they weren't always, you know, they, they don't have the same like name recognition or, you know, pedigree, I guess, as the other right. teams.
0: Yeah. And I, I think I think you can count the 76ers in the team that wouldn't necessarily bring a a star in, you know, I think LeBron gave them a a pity meeting that he didn't even show up to when he was going to Los Angeles um, just to kind of raise their profile or something. I mean, they're just not going to sign a superstar out of the blue. They're not going to sign Giannis. They wouldn't sign LeBron or Anthony Davis or anything like that. So they have to to play by the rules that everybody else plays by. Right. So the Lakers can mess around a little bit and, then LeBron shows up there and they have a great team. Um, So, you know, obviously there's more to it than that, but there there's kind of a a couple different levels of of team within the NBA. And I like, I like to make sure they all have stars and um, Milwaukee having star and Giannis makes them act more like a big market. They're trying to win now, like, like Los Angeles is like Miami is. So, you know, more teams doing, different things. Um, you know, if, if every team was like, uh, you know, every team of the size of Milwaukee was tanking and looking for draft picks and trying to build, excuse me. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be quite as interesting. So I like, I like to see that change up, uh, a little bit there.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and Giannis likes the 45 plus mil that he's going to get per year for the next five. Sure. I mean, you
0: know, that's certainly a comfortable um, way to live in Milwaukee. I think you could probably afford a pretty decent house on that on that salary a halfway so halfway
1: decent house there in milwaukee yeah yeah, yeah. Or, so. or two
0: or three or four or, you know so, you know
1: he might even be able to move out to the suburbs i i mean it's yeah just, uh, maybe
0: maybe it depends on the community once you know <laughs> you know can he afford a car you got to put it all in the spreadsheet yeah, that's right you know got to do the budget do the budgeting yes
1: yeah, I'm, yeah i know yeah. it well and so does he <laughs> yeah
0: so i i don't know how familiar you know we're we're getting up in to the beginning of the NBA season here, and I don't know how familiar you are with uh, with the, the rookie class here um, not, that was
1: just drafted. Not familiar at all. Oh man! Yeah. All right. Okay. Walk so me we'll do it.
0: We, yeah, sure. We'll do some deep cuts here. Um, our, our dynasty fantasy leagues are, are drafting now. I actually just started one today. So um, what? what we're looking at here is, is a bunch of rookies that were just drafted in the NBA draft who would be available to pick on your team. Um, you know, depends on your, your type of league and scoring and stuff like that. But um, generally speaking there, there's, there's a couple different uh, types of guys you would want to look at. Uh, you know, obviously guards could give you points and give you assists. Um, you know, the big men centers and power forwards could give you uh, points and, and rebounds and, and potentially assists depends on the type of player. So, um, at the, at the top of the draft, it was really considered a, a, a three person draft. That was LaMelo ball, um, of the ball family, which you probably right. are familiar. With familiar. Yep. Yep. So, uh, James Wiseman, uh, he was in Memphis. He played one, like one game in Memphis before he got suspended for, um, some, some kind of spurious reasons for taking money from somebody he shouldn't be taking money from or something yes, like that. I,
1: I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, and the actual
0: number one overall pick with the Anthony Edwards um, out of uh, Georgia. So those three were kind of considered the top of the draft. None of these guys I really like that
1: much. Um, so James I was, Wiseman, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say like n- none of these were perceived to be like game changers, right? Like instantly will make the team better. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. None of these were were um, superstars, yeah. right? Right off the bat, it was kind of a a weak draft at the top. Um, I think some of these guys have skills for your for your fantasy team for sure, um, but you know nothing that's going to be a, even close to a LeBron level or a, um, you know even the guys like Ben Simmons who have been picked in the past. Um, not even that level, but uh, you know guys like Lamelo Ball will give you he's uh he'll give you assists. You know I think a lot of leagues give you a little bit of bonus for assists. Um, he could probably do uh, a lot with Charlotte, um, obviously has Hayward there also can, uh, can handle the ball. So, you know, again, he's not a great shooter, um, but he's a good passer. So, you know, you get some points and some assists, um, again, not a big thing, but he's probably the consensus number one overall guy in the dynasty fantasy leagues, because, um, he, he gives you those assists and he's going to play right away. I mean, that's, that's a huge key. You got to, you gotta check your your rosters, check your depth charts, and and see who's gonna play. Uh LaMelo Ball is gonna play and he's gonna play a lot. Um and he can put up you can you can fill up the stat sheet, as they say. So um I, I'm actually looking at the rankings here at hashtag basketball.com. Okay. Um James Wiseman drops down to number three. Um I I, I think he's he he looks like what you would think a, a center should look like. He can run, he can shoot. Uh I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't believe in I don't believe in him very much. Um, it, he's, he's probably on, on golden state going to play quite a bit. Cause they don't have a center. Um, and he's probably going to get 10 rebounds and maybe 10 points and get you a double, double uh, dynasty sports empire leagues, give you bonus points for double, doubles, So you want to chase those double doubles wherever you can. Um, so he'd probably be a good pick, you know, just not, I don't know. I don't believe in him. Um, I think he's eventually going to kind of, Kind of uh, phase out of the league. Um, Anthony Edwards uh, okay. hashtag basketball has him at five. Um, he probably can score, um, but there's uh, he went to Minnesota, which has D'Angelo Russell, who's a chucker. He's going to shoot up thirty times. Anthony Towns, who should uh, get as many shots as he can take, and him. There, there's just not enough shots to go around. I don't. I don't see where he's going to score that much. His his game is scoring, and that's it. Okay. Um, so he doesn't fill up any other stats, um, other than scoring, probably a good player. Um, I think he's going to be boxed out in Minnesota. So Ooh. those are your top, those are your top three guys. Um, uh, as far as the draft is concerned, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in any of them. I actually ended up, uh, with the number three pick. I got Killian Hayes, um, point guard in Detroit. So he landed, um, pretty much in the best spot for him. Um, they don't have a point guard they didn't have a point guard i think all last year um they kind of put things together and he's going to play right away um he's a he's a he's a good assist man probably equal to lamelo um with with that and because they don't have a lot of other scorers i think he's probably going to score a little bit too so um okay. i'm pretty happy with with getting that getting that guy at number 3 in my in my draft today so i have another draft coming up where i'm picking later so Ooh, um
1: that'll be interesting you know,
0: yeah i, I think you know, once you get down towards towards seven, eight, nine, you could really pick uh, I don't know a, a bunch of ten ten different guys. Um, really, based on what your team looks like and you need, yeah, and, yeah. It, it, you know, you try not to base on need really here, um, but you have to because you know if you have ten centers, you shouldn't pick a center. Um, it it can be really as simple as that. So um, that's a little bit more complicated, and I don't want to you know prattle on about about NBA draft guys. Cause I really couldn't for, for our, our full, uh, half an hour here. Um, but I definitely won't. So we can keep people, keep people awake here. So, um, that will <laughs> conclude our, uh, our, our uh, six, um, six degrees of, of Jeremy Lin segment on the NBA. Um, we've gone about 38 minutes here. Um, we're over, we're over 30 minutes already. So what's up? Um, what's our limit? Well, I mean, we don't have a limit. We can do whatever we want, as but... long
1: as the people want to hear, or as much as you yeah. want to hear.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think uh, I think we should probably uh, probably keep it about about half an hour or so. Yeah, just to, just to just to make sure we have uh, you know people listening towards the end. I mean, um, you know, as we as we warm it up, maybe we'll start extending the the, um, the length out a little bit. Do you have yeah, any but... you have any
1: quick hitters that we need to get in this week?
0: Well, well, you got a couple of. Um, I just wanted to make sure I, I did a quick shout out here. Um, so Dynasty Sports Empire has uh, 75 different football leagues um, Jeez. on the site that that they manage. Um, I'm a member of two of them. Um, so the admin of all of those leagues is a guy by the name of Josh Carmussen I hope I pronounced that right, Josh. I apologize if I didn't. He uh, somehow, and I, I really don't know how he adjusts the playoff seedings. He adjusts um, uh, credit information on all of those different leagues, chases down payment. Um, I, I I have one league that I'm the commissioner of, and I, I don't even know how he does that. So, uh, you know, the season's wrapping up, and he's still adjusting uh, playoff standings and, and brackets and stuff like that. So just shout out to Josh. Uh, big thank you to him for, for running an insane number of leagues and yeah, that's
1: that's bananas man good for him
0: yeah so that's awesome um i i don't have any other shout outs here at the end uh tim do you have any any anybody you want to shout out
1: um that put me on the spot um let's give a shout out let's give a shout out to your boy uh or i mean our boy your former roommate mikey why not yeah just because just he's the first person I thought of when you asked me for a shout out.
0: Sure. He just, just had, had another child. Congratulations, wow, Mikey. Congrats, Mikey. Uh,
1: Did he get so, us five stars yet? I mean, maybe we should. I don't know.
0: I don't know, Mike. <laughs> well, I'll send this to, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll text him or yeah, something. It's going to be a direct
1: send for, yeah. yeah
0: it's got to be a direct send for Mikey. Yeah. Um, just to make sure he gets an handle on that with a, with a new baby. And I think uh, a couple more already at home, he's going to be pretty busy. So for sure. I don't think he's- He's not, he's not checking my, uh, my Twitter just to make sure and see what I'm up to. So, um, you know, shout out to Mikey, um, shout out to Josh uh, in our, in our, in our shout out segment. So and now,
1: now know we're doing a shout out segment. I'll be, I'll be more prepared for it next, <laughs> next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a shout out segment at the end of every, uh, everyone here. And, and we'll always, we'll always shout out um, if, uh, if you leave us a review. On iTunes we'll make sure we shout you out um, at the beginning of the show not just at the end when the diehards are still listening yep. um, and if, if you send us an email at DSE the podcast at gmail.com we will also um, make sure that we shout you out um, answer your question uh, with our you know our wise wise advice um, so right
1: remember the advice is do exactly the opposite of what I tell you to do regarding the NFL that's yes, that's exactly. If you had a okay. quarterback
0: question, yeah. listen to Tim's advice, <laughs> advice. Yeah, yep. do, do the opposite. So, um, Tim it was great to talk to you that tonight. Was,
1: that was a lot of fun, man. Appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah, sure. And, uh, all our listeners out there, we really appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Share with your friends, rate and review. Um, just when you're going out, everybody just make sure you stay safe. Um, if you, if you have to go out, wear a mask. Uh if you don't have to go out, just stay home. Uh we can get through this pandemic together. Just everybody please uh be responsible, stay safe and uh we'll see you next week. Yeah, light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Social distance, wear the mask. We got it. Let's do this. All right, Tim. All right, talk man. to you later, buddy. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah.